or if I take it online, then anyone can access it whenever they want. And then, yeah, like I said, the podcast wasn't planned at first. So it was just a blog. And the idea was, here's how I got through school. And now that you're through school, follow me as we get through uni together. One, two, three, fuck it. My darling, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Hi, welcome to the Femina Podcast. My name is Elise, co-founder of Femina & Co and your host for this episode. Join us as we journey through the dimensions of health, challenge the patriarchy and share inspiring experiences. An acknowledgement to the traditional custodians of this land we record on today, the Garigal people. We'd like to send our respects to elders past, present and future. This land always was and always will be Garigal country. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Femina & Co. Check out our website, www.feminineandco.com and subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content for the minimum price of a dollar at patreon.com forward slash feminineandco. You'll find the links to everything I just mentioned in the description box of this episode. Leave a like on Spotify and rate us on iTunes to help us share our content with more awesome people just like yourself. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to season three, episode one of the Feminine Podcast. Wow, I apologize for that four month break, but we are back. We are better than ever. Kind of. We're getting there. We're, we're getting to our better than ever. Um, <laughs> so I apologize for the audio of this episode. It's a little bit eh, just because I, I recorded in my new living room and it's just a bit, it's a bit muffly. We're just all going to have to deal with it. Um, but anyways, welcome to season three. Woo! Here with special guest Nathan Moss, host of the Post School podcast and creator of the platform, Uncle Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hey, Elise. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you. So we're currently sitting in my small living room on my new green velvet couch. Everyone knows about my velvet couch. I even shared it on my Instagram everywhere. Because nice. uh, I, I work in a gym, I was like, every client, I was like, look around the couch. Look at it. Look at it. Anyways, so that's where we are. Give you a setting small dark room velvet couch planes flying overhead yeah <laughs> in newtown so there are screens <laughs> there are cars there are lots of things going on um but we're here to talk about you and what you do cool. so give us a little i've written up to my page here short summary of what you do now um elevator pitch that's a loaded <laughs> question i'm still trying to figure it out to be honest mm -hmm. but right now my weekly life i guess i've got sort of three things going on. I've got uni, um, I'm doing a Bachelor of Business in Creative Intelligence at UTS, and then I've got work. So I work at my old high school at Freshie, where you and I both went. And, and Sarah. And Sarah. Oh, yeah. Sarah's, Sarah's here, here too. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's my girlfriend for some context. Um, so yeah, I work at Freshie as like an SLSO there, so basically a tutor. Um, and then I have Uncle Nathan as well, which is like a little passion project where I just try and help Gen Zers, which is pretty much anyone under 24, I guess. Um, yeah, help them figure out life after school, really. Yeah, and what are like the main components that go into the platform? Because I was stalking your website before, and there are like three. Yeah, so it it's shifted a little bit from when I started. So Uncle Nathan started in January this year, and originally the four like areas it was just going to be a vlog, like no podcast, and the four areas were going to be 
school, uni, travel, and money. They were the four. And then because I love like money, like finance, I'm doing finance at uni. Mm-hmm. I love managing my own money and teaching people to manage their own money. Um, disclaimer, not qualified. So <laughs> nothing that I say is advice. But um, So yeah, that's now changed basically to uni, school, money, and life. They're the four areas um, that I focus on, yeah. Do you get like, it's okay, you can come out. <laughs> Just pause. Breaking through the door. Yeah, guys, <laughs> guys this is niche. Um, niche is niche. niche and it's out. <laughs> Super random question, but do you get any backlash? Because, you know, you come across like, I want to give you life advice. But remember, you're only 20? Yeah, 20. And like, definitely understand on some level that mm. at, an, at our young age, People are always like, well, what do you know? Yeah. Do you get that? That's more so with the money side of it. Yeah. Like with school and uni advice, it's like, I feel like I don't, not that I have authority, but like, I guess people trust me because I've actually done it. Like I have Mm. proof. I can show what I'm talking about. Yeah. But then with the money thing, it's like I, in my head and like what I know, I know how to get to that point where you're not financially dependent but I'm not there yet so it's hard for people to believe that I know what I'm talking about yeah so like I definitely feel it with that but I guess the whole point of it is like it's up to you if you want to listen or not I'm just putting it there for those who want to listen and if you get value from it then happy days if not then yeah like it doesn't really bother me so if you don't believe me that's cool (laughs) whatever (laughs) but then again you're also coming from like this young perspective like and also because money is changing yeah now we have so much of it is online and like you know kind of like the iCloud like everything's kind of like floating in the air there's a lot more to learn than just old money Mm. and especially we're in a generation where if you're not making money by the time you're 23 like you that you're like an entrepreneur like Mm. like what six digits whatever blah, blah blah if you're not doing that you're kind of classified as like successful yeah so you're coming from a fresh perspective yeah i think that's the point like and that's the whole reason behind uncle nathan being what it is is that like i focus on people who are my age so that as i learn they can learn with me it's Mm. not like i've been there done that this is what you should do it's like i'm making mistakes and sharing those mistakes with you so that you can avoid the same mistakes i'm not saying i have all the answers but i'm saying if you guys know what not to do it's going to help you figure out what you should be doing yeah. And I guess that's the whole point behind it. So, like, that's what I fall back on when I think, yeah, maybe I am too young. Um, but, yeah, it it was a big thing for me to overcome at first, like the whole imposter syndrome, like feeling like yeah. I don't really have the authority to be doing this. Um, but then again, you host a platform and you have other people on. I had a similar thing mm. when I started with Femina and, like, also especially, like, trying to share stuff and, like, potentially controversial stuff online I had a lot of people being like, well, I'm, at first I had backlash and then I was kind of like, okay, what sharing my perspective and like my own opinion may be a little detrimental, but if I bring in other people's, they kind of like bring in a huge perspective and kind of find belonging in there, then it's yeah. got more value. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's why I started the podcast mm. because the blog, like the way that I look at it is the blog is like my learnings that I'm sharing with people and the podcast is like the learnings of other the, the learnings of others that I'm taking but also sharing yeah. with people. So yeah. it's like you can choose to listen to me or you can listen to the people that I talk to. Like it's up to you. Um, so yeah, that's 
yeah, something that I had to overcome, but also it plays a part every time I post something, but at the same time, I go back to the whole, if you don't like it, then that's fine. I don't yeah. really care. It's a good mindset to have. Yeah. Let's talk about your origin story. Um, so we went to the same high school. Well, two years. Yeah. <laughs> we senior went to Freshie, school. yeah, Freshie, which is a two-year senior school. So you don't really have much time to like, kind of familiar familiarize yourself with mm. the other grades. I remember once we were year twelves, and then you guys came in. We hated you. I mean, mm. like we hated you too. Yeah, and that's just how it was. That's just the, yeah. the culture. Because we had like, do you remember that that month at the at the end of year eleven, where you guys had the whole school to yourself yeah. before the new 11s came in. We had that. It's so much fun. And then you guys came in and ruined yeah. it all. Anyways, um, going before that, you went to a private... It was Catholic school. Uh, yeah. Boy school? Yeah. Yeah. You give off that vibe. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us about your high school experience because it's all about post-high school. So yeah. that's got to have a big influence on what you're doing. Yeah, so... My high school experience, how do I sum it up? Um, I really liked high school. Like, I had a lot of fun. I did a lot of extracurricular, like, sport and stuff. And academically, I was always pretty good. So I sort of didn't – I never found school too challenging. Like, I fit into the institutional rules that school sort of makes you follow. So for me, it was quite easy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, I went to St. Paul's, which was an all-boys school, and – academically was doing really well but at the same time I didn't really like the people there I liked them but they weren't like my people yeah like I never really found a core group of friends so that was something that was always challenging for me and that was a big part of why I moved to freshwater for year 11 and 12 because I thought I just want fresh people around me mm. um no pun intended. yeah actually that was <laughs> definitely not intended but I'll take it um and then in year 10 I actually moved to boarding school for a term so term no three way. of year 10, um, I went to Snow Mountains Grammar. So I was, it Where was boarding school. It's in Jindabyne. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because I used to be like heavily into snowboarding. Like I wanted to turn into a career. Mm -hmm. Didn't eventuate, probably won't eventuate. I definitely won't eventuate. I don't actually want that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I moved to boarding school for a term. And that was like massive for me because at 16, I was like technically living out of home. Um, and like in an environment that I really wasn't used to, like coming from the beaches, you're very protected growing up. And then you sort of thrown into the deep end with that. We're living with a bunch of other kids from all around the state, all around yeah. Australia yeah. that have grown up like much harder than what you have. Yeah. But then there's also the other side of the spectrum. Like it's a snowboarding boarding school. So a lot of people have come from like wealthy families Absolutely. and very privileged. Yeah. So I got to see both of that and that was quite, um, I guess, influential for me because it sort of shaped me to come back with a much more mature head on my shoulders. And yeah, that also weighed into moving to Freshie and then went to Freshie and year 11 was a bit of a shock because it was just new people and I was always quite sociable. So like I knew a lot of the people in the year, but it was on the level of like, we follow each other on Instagram, nothing more yeah. than that. So it was very like superficial. Um, but it was cool. I found sort of a few of my people there and yeah, I met Sarah there and did well academically, got the ATAR that I needed in the end, got into Were you guys uni. like, wait, back to Sarah, were you guys like close in year 11? Were we close in year 11? Oh, no. wait, when did you start dating? We started dating in year 12. Right. Right at the end of year 12. 
Yeah. Right at the end. Did you guys have different relationships in year 11, you think? Oh, did we? Yeah. Um, my best friend and I both wanted Sarah. <gasps> is and he still your best friend? Yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair game. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, <laughs> basically, in year 11, that happened. Yeah. So I was really into Sarah in year 11. Mm-hmm. And so was my mate. I shot my shot in year 11. And she said, no, thank you. And then that was quite interesting. And that changed me quite a lot as well. And really? Then, yeah. Elaborate. Actually, elaborate. That's interesting. Uh, okay. We're going into the story. Here's mm-hmm. the story. Um, I was a wanker in like year 10 and 11. Like an <laughs> absolute dickhead. No, I was just like, I was a very cocky person. Mm-hmm. And I sort of, I guess that happens going to an old boys school. Um, like a pretty somewhat privileged old boys school as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know, thought I was sort of had it all and then basically Sarah came along and I don't know it sounds so bad to say that's like I'm like sort of bouncing around it but like I'd never really been rejected before yeah. and Sarah like saying no thanks was like well what so then I had to like really look in the mirror and I was like shit yeah she's got a point and then I sort of realized like I am very caught up in my own world um so then I went away and sort of like looked at my friends and looked at my family and like basically studied them because I wanted to like better myself. I wanted to turn into a better version of what I was, like keep all the good qualities but get rid of that cockiness. Yeah. And I don't know, I think I, I'm still, I still have some of those qualities, but I think I succeeded somewhat. And yeah. then like the moment that I stopped thinking about Sarah, she messaged me and then I was like, <laughs> and the universe always does that yeah literally <laughs> also like i feel like as women we have like some intuition yeah massively <laughs> i love that, that. you yeah. humbled him good completely but everyone needs a little bit of that but also like you're aware that like mm. you seem very aware and i think in the especially in the northern beaches where you have we spoke about it on um your episode what's it called tall poppy syndrome yeah like if you show enough confidence like especially with women as well. If you show, if you show too much confidence, mm-hmm. people are like, you know, she's like, they're a bitch or they're like too yeah, I think that's the massive like difference. That. Like confidence and cockiness are very different and you yeah. have to figure out where the line is. Yeah. And that's what I didn't know. I thought I just looked confident, but it was not confidence. Well, also like showing off a lot of confidence can, well, or cockiness can show yeah. off a little bit of insecurity, which yeah, is true. very common in the Northern Beaches. Yeah. With the whole toxic masculinity thing, True. I don't know if you're aware. Like, are you? Would you agree that like? I'd agree, a... but like, I wouldn't have any any knowledge around like that topic other than surface level. Like, yeah, yeah. I see that. Like, you, a lot of people, I think, like when you bully as well, in mm-hmm. particular, like during high school, it's a lot of the time because you're hiding up something that you wish you had from the person you're bullying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that's just everywhere. Yeah. Like that's the case. Yeah. I do think there's like a bit of a denser level in the Northern Beaches as well. Because yeah. also I saw you also interviewed Cooper Chapman mm. on your, he's also on the Feminine Podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Sick. And um, he grew up in the Northern Beaches yeah. and like his whole like passion with um, like the Good Human Factory is mm. about like mental health and yeah, like yeah. he didn't explicitly say it. So I'm just like making up words. But there, I think that a lot of that comes within, like, growing up in the Northern Beaches mm. and being, like, in this, like, really 
kind of strange culture where learning is bullying, is like suicide is really high. Yeah, and a lot massive. of it comes from it. A lot of it comes from like, in my perspective, like just a lot of conservative, you know, views mm. where people don't feel like they can talk, especially yeah. men. Yeah, I think that's a stigma we're trying to break down though as yeah. well, which is yeah. a very hard thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, massively. I think it, it's heightened in the beaches, but I don't think like, I think it's a big problem everywhere. Oh, absolutely. It, massively. It's just like a little pinpoint, but it's, yeah. it's a whole thing on its own. Um, so continuing on with your high school experience. Yeah. So um, you were humbled. Good on you, Sarah. Let's talk about the moment where you were like, boom. Uncle Nathan. Um, yeah, so that actually happened after high school. So okay. Like, that didn't happen. Well, oh, where well let's I? talk where about let's talk about when you finished high school. Because, um, actually, I have a question. So, my interpretation of Uncle Nathan, correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of like success after high school without the pressure of university. Uh, yes and no. Yeah. Okay. Well, so could you elaborate on that? So, yeah. that's... Like I was saying before, how I've got the blog and the podcast, yeah. how I've got like my learnings and then the learnings of others. Mm-hmm. So the blog is my learnings, but it's also if you decide to go to university, this is like what I recommend. Yeah. Like this is how I've done it because that's the path that I'm taking. And then the podcast is if you don't want to go to university, look at all these really incredible people who have made it without going to university. Yeah. So it covers both sides. Yeah. So like, if you want to go to uni, cool, do it. Like, I'm doing it. Like, I still think there's merit in that. But if you don't want to go, like, you will still do whatever you want to do in life. Yeah. And look at these people that have done it. Um, so that's how I've sort of split the two. So was there a moment when you finished high school where you were questioning going to university? Or, like, where did that kind of motivation come from yeah so uncle nathan basically came about after i got the job at freshie like working back there so i'd had i finished school in 2019 did the whole schoolies experience whatnot came back i was working in a snowboard shop at that point and then in and on the beaches yeah snow snowboarding is massive on the beaches but there's like a snowboarding shop yeah so random everyone's got way too much money than they know what to do with so they just spend it and then drive down to the snow um, so yeah, that was fun, but the pay was pretty average. So mm-hmm. I was like looking for something different. And then the freshie job, I just got super lucky with that. Like the subjects that I did fit really well with the subjects they were looking for in someone to come in and help out. And I got that job. And then basically my job there is to work with students who have learning disabilities. It's like dyslexia and like ADHD and stuff that makes it a bit harder to get through school as you would look at someone that doesn't have that. Yeah. Um, so working with them, I sort of noticed this big gap in the help that they would get if they weren't at Freshie. That was a big thing. And even at Freshie, like so many kids wanted help. Kids that didn't have any of those like learning difficulties just wanted help. And I was like, I don't have enough hours in the day to help you. You don't want to stay back at school till like 8 p.m. to yeah. get the help. So I was like, how can I do this in a way that would help not just freshie students, but any year 12 kid sort of figure out year 12 and then what happens after that. Yeah. So then I thought if I take it online, then anyone can access it whenever they want. And then, yeah, like I said, the podcast wasn't planned at first. So it was just the blog. And the idea was, here's how I got through school. And now that you're through school, follow me as we get through uni together. 
mm-hmm. with a little bit of money on the side. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. And I saw you did your first presentation at Freshy. Yeah. How did that go? It was a massive experience. Yeah. Um, like it was... Talk us through it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to take Uncle Nathan to schools because I think like there is a big part of the curriculum that needs to be added that has not been added and it's like managing your own money mm-hmm. it's like ideally i'd love one day in the future to have like a personal finance subject in the new south wales curriculum i don't know what it's like around the rest of australia but at least in new south wales i would love that um so i thought how could i possibly get closer to that dream and then i thought if i can do presentations at school then i can sort of teach the subject that i would like to be a subject in like really short form, like a 45 minute presentation and sort of see what people think about it. Um, so yeah, I did my first presentation at Freshie. Just, I was lucky enough to have the connection there and that was awesome. So like I got my maid in to film the whole thing and we're gonna turn that into a video so I can send it around to different schools and they can sort of have a look at what it's about. And then, yeah, but it was a massive thing for me. Like I, Sarah would know I was like stressed out. Were you there crazy. too? Crazy. working towards it and you were like this could actually happen yeah like who knows what was going to happen standing up for 45 minutes and talking with just people watching you it's like yeah a lot scarier was than what a I tough thought crowd? yes and no because they know me at Freshie it <laughs> yeah. was like I got people there which was good because it wasn't compulsory so it was a matter of like will people even show up yeah so that was scary in itself and then there was probably like 15 people there which was great That's because great. it was in a classroom so yeah. classrooms like full yeah um and yeah the feedback was good and it was like i stuffed up like plenty of times throughout the presentation but like we just laugh it off and yeah it was like good to get through it and be like i can do this like wow so it's first one done out of the way and then when i get this video sorted i'll send it off to other schools and i would ideally i'd love to travel the state talking to schools doing that um so yeah that's the that's the plan i guess that's really cool. That yeah. kind of segues into our next little section, which is goals mm. and bigger bigger picture. So you already mentioned, you know, you want to be traveling around. What about with the online part of it? Like, talk about Uncle Nathan as well as you. Yeah, like, okay. bigger picture, change, like, change you're trying to make. Mm. Um, it's, um, are you going to make change? Or, like, well, yeah, you already said you did. You yeah, did. but it's very, like, volatile at the moment like my thinking and yeah. i swear like sarah must get sick of it every week i've got like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm not <laughs> gonna do this I'm not. and it's yeah it's very up and down um but i guess like longer term for me well uncle nathan was never in the plan so originally when i finished school i wanted to go to uni get my bachelor of business and then go and get a job in finance so like maybe yeah. investment banking that when I got to uni, then shifted to a consulting job. So like I would have loved to work for like KPMG or Deloitte, one of the big four consulting firms. And that's still what I want to do. But now that Uncle Nathan's come along, I would like to turn that into a sustainable career somehow. Um, my dream has always been to wake up and put a suit on every day. Like, that's my dream. It's as simple dream. as that. Yeah, fair enough. I know, it's very bizarre. <laughs> Put a suit on and carry a briefcase around. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know why that. I just I like. I think it was the primates, the Catholic school thing, right. wearing a tie every day, shirt yeah. tucked in, belt, long socks, black leather shoes. You liked it. I felt like nice. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I enjoyed man. it. No, not even that. I just <laughs> felt like clean. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. I, yeah, I guess I felt important. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. But that yeah, seems anyway. like it would go a little deep seated than it actually is. Yeah, seems. which but I that's probably what... need to figure out. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted a corporate job <laughs> yeah. going into uni. And then Uncle Nathan came around and I thought, if I could turn that into the point where it's like a fully fledged business, I gotta be close to the mic. Where it's like <laughs> a fully fledged business, I could wear a suit every day. Yeah. So like if that happens, then happy days. I might not go down the route of a corporate job and I might turn Uncle Nathan into this crazy Thing that helps thousands of people every day that's yeah. my ideal goal um, but for now if I'm helping one person every day I'm happy and that's kind of just how it's going to tick along until yeah we see what happens I'm not really putting like any end goal or anything on it like I said I want to get into more schools I guess that's just more schools more episodes more blog posts help more people yeah that's the goal well let me challenge you Ben go for it 10 years what will you be doing? Like, paint the picture. Like I said, I used to think I had this all sorted out. Like, I was the guy that would lie in bed, looking up at the wall, or roof, not the wall. Yeah. Um, and literally picturing my entire life, like, exactly what was going to happen. And then when Uncle Nathan came along, that all changed. Like, the people I've met and the experience I've had since doing it have been like, well, I didn't actually want to do what I wanted to do. Like yeah. I didn't love what I wanted to do as much as I thought I did. Like I get a lot more satisfaction from helping people than yeah. from making money in a corporate job. Ironic, right? <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah, weird. Um, so yeah, I guess 10 years, I would love to have Uncle Nathan doing its thing with some employees doing, because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like I don't get paid for that work, so. Oh, I know. I would, yeah, yeah, you would relate exactly the yeah. same. Um, so ideally, we find a way to make money from that just so that we can pay people to do the stuff that we don't really like about the side of it mm -hmm. so we can focus on the part we do, which is actually helping people. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the goal. And I do want a corporate job because, like, the whole point of Uncle Nathan is that I share my learnings and, like, I can't share my learnings and be credible unless I'm doing what I'm talking about. So yeah. I want to finish uni, and this is something Sarah keeps reminding me every time I say I want to drop out of uni and just focus on Uncle Nathan full-time. Um, it's the fact that, like, Uncle Nathan isn't really a thing if I'm not at uni. Yeah. Like, it's the whole point. Yeah. Like, the, the podcast, sure, but not the blog. So, yeah, finish uni, get a nice job. I'd love to live overseas somewhere. I think that would be really cool. Whereabouts? I don't really know. Like, there's so many different places that I would be like, be awesome like cities like london new york even for a bit be probably a bit hectic i couldn't live there for ages but like I feel like living in utah yeah could <laughs> a not, little could not like, do that, sorry. like a couple levels <laughs> above too yeah um like dubai places like that well yeah if you want like to learn about finance yeah go to dubai yeah just anywhere. <laughs> like all the big economies i would yeah. love to live and just see what life's like over there even yeah. the cbd here like i, I don't come out this way so I don't really see this. So just, yeah, a bit more life experience in definitely. places other than the beaches. Like you went to Amsterdam. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I definitely think like 
especially I mean I I've always traveled young I was wasn't born mm. here so I grew up in many different places but then spending like over what like 15 years in the northern beaches and then leaving I was like whoa yeah you like life is different out here mm. even like in the city moving out here like my roommate and I had to remind ourselves every day that you know, we could get murdered. Yeah. Like, just remember that. It's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. Like, you, I mean, I walk around with what you saw, my safety keychain. Yeah. Key Didn't need that in all the beaches. Nah. Everything's just a little bit that's, different. That's what I mean before, how, like, we're very protected on the beaches. So protected, yeah. And, like, you hear about stuff, you don't actually take in the severity of it. No. Because it just feels like, it, I don't know, I'm talking from a completely privileged point of view because I'm a male. So it's not like that's true. Something that I have to worry about. Um, <laughs> but you're aware of it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. But it's just yeah, it's gnarly seeing that stuff fully fledged in places that aren't at home but close to home. Mm. So it's yeah. I, yeah. I always wig out thinking about it. Because, <laughs> how do you guys like? That's not fair. Well, but then again, like we also like Sarah and I have to be aware that we hold privilege as well. Like we're white women and also like mm. conventionally beautiful as well. So we have privilege in that way too. Mm. Yeah, and, true. like, we're not susceptible to some parts of toxic masculinity that, that you aren't. Like, you know, yeah. if you were to dress a certain way, you would probably be damaged for it. For yeah, life. massively. Yeah, but also, so would we, if we dressed a certain yeah. way. Um, everyone kind of. Anyways, that, we can go up talking about <laughs> feminism if you want to. <laughs> not educated enough. I'll say something stupid. No, no, it's, it's all about learning. But, um, yeah, definitely getting out there. Like, that'll yeah. be exciting obviously after the pandemic will be super yeah. exciting for you to like experience different places and also like the high school experience and the after high school experience in other mm. countries as well because in Europe everyone kind of goes to university and it's not yeah. this whole big pressure type thing um there's more freedom in what you can study mm. um it's so much cheaper I was actually yeah, going to study Australia is pretty good though compared it's, to like the US oh yeah Oh, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but, like, I remember I was going to study in Holland, and I think, I mean, don't hold me, like, don't hold this against me. I'm not too sure <laughs> the numbers, but it was something, like, drastically different. Mm. It was, like, equivalent, okay, an estimate, maybe equivalent to, like, a couple thousand a year. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. And then, like, change that over to euros. It's like, yeah. yeah, anyways, pretty crazy. So that would be super interesting for you. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. That's the thing, like, I'm at the point now where I've sort of shared pretty much most of what I would have liked to share from my own experience so far. And now I'm at the point of, yeah, let's learn more and then share that. Because at first it was really easy. I was like, what did I, what do I wish I knew in year 12? And then what had I, like, what did I hope for at the start of uni? They were the two, and like there were so many topics involved with that. That was so easy, like how to prepare for exams, or what to expect at the start of the uni, or like um, what to have in your pencil case, how to study for exams, like all these different things that it's so like obvious. But yeah. now it's at the point where like I've kind of done most of that, mm. so it's what's next. Yeah, and that's why I need to stay at uni, despite not loving the course as much as I probably would have hoped. And that's why I need to continue to work at Freshie because it keeps me in the loop with high school and I see what kids are going through 
as, like even in the last two years, well, especially because of COVID, the school environment has changed from when you and I did and Sarah did a HSC. Really? Wow. Like it's so different. Like more supportive or like more online or more? It's very, it's a lot easier for kids to tune out and go unnoticed. Right. Because everything's just uploaded to like classroom. So teachers just so expect everyone to get access to it. Okay, so it's not really catering to everyone's abilities. Not really. In the online. Yeah. Kind of world. It's just, it's yeah. more just like expected that students are a lot more independent than what they are. Mm-hmm. And the good ones are, but then you've got the students who lack that drive and sense of independence and they fall behind and they're just completely unnoticed. And that's what our job's there yeah. for, but not every school has that. So it's, yeah, it's kind of scary, I guess, in a way. Yeah. But that's also why I guess Uncle Nathan exists is to try and address that in a very small sense, but hopefully one day on a larger scale, like if you do miss something or that's the other thing with Uncle Nathan, like I'm trying to teach the stuff that school doesn't teach. It's not, I'm not trying to just help you get through school. I'm trying to also say there's a lot more to life than what school leads you to believe. Yeah. And sort of this is what I'm trying to push is the fact that it's more about getting through school to say that you've got through school, but learning about life rather than, learning the actual content in your subject yeah i think definitely our like our curriculum so i mean we're a lot more privileged than other countries but still like the pressure that that's put onto us in high school like remember that moment when you finished high school and you're kind of like oh is, is that is that it yeah. and you, like every i remember there was like a three-month period like from like november until was it January, February, before mm. everyone started university, where everyone was like, what What are we doing? Yeah. Like, do you remember that? And we, we had no one, I mean, you had your jobs and whatever, but no one had any schoolwork to do. Mm. I just remember everyone being so lost. It was a weird period. So the hardest weird. thing for me after school was getting uh, like a schedule again. Yeah. Coming up with some sort of routine because with school you have nine till three every day. And that was the thing that I struggled with so much after school. Like, even with uni, because it was all online at first anyway. Yeah. It was just hard That's to get true. back into that rhythm. Your experience would have been so much more different than, like, yeah. my grade when they started uni, because you were all online. Yeah. Well, we had, Sarah and I had the first week of uni at uni, because Sarah went to UTS as well. Okay. Still goes to UTS, but different course. Yeah. And, yeah, we had the first week, and then it went online. So we didn't get that experience. And especially because we live at home. We're not on campus at all. Yeah. So the whole first year was just online pretty much. Yeah, that would have been so weird. Mm. Did it go quickly? Very quickly. Yeah. I think the whole year in general just went so quickly last year. Yeah. And this year feels like it's going even quicker. I know. It's ridiculous. I hate it. It's making me really sad. Oh it's actually God. coming up to two years since I left to go to Europe. Wow. And I'm like, I was talking to one of my bestest friends and she's still over there. And <laughs> she was saying like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are going out like at mm. clubs. The last time she went out was with me. Wow. Nearly two years ago. That's incredible. That's crazy. And we're like, I was, I was I'm say, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's, that's it's brutal. insane. Um, let's talk about the podcast because I want to talk about the people that you've been interviewing okay. and then you can kind of allude to like what's coming up. Um, I have some questions, which is about your guests. What who is the most – well, we don't want to pinpoint, like, I don't want to make guests feel less than others. I'm sure every guest is beautiful. Um, but to you personally, that 
from what you gained mm. from it, which one was has been the most insightful? Um, there's two. The one that I've learned the most from was our one with you because I didn't know like anything about that space and you taught me because I was genuinely listening and learning with everything you said. So that was really cool. Oh my but God, that's just the most day. insightful <laughs> episode. Like personally, it was the one I do with my stepbrother, Mark, um, right. episode nine. Um, that one was really cool because I got to speak to a guy who lives in my house, but I feel like I only just met him after that chat. Like right. I learned so much about him and his like story and journey so that I never really got to hear because it was sort of, because we're stepbrothers, it's not like his dad is my stepdad. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that I sort of learned in that podcast, he told his stepdad, although even uh, he told his dad, even still though, like Pete, my stepdad, his dad said to me after listening to that episode that he learned stuff about his own son, about Mark, that he didn't know. So it was really cool. I really enjoyed that because he just let loose, like got really deep and we just spoke about completely what he was feeling and going through, through his whole story. What was kind of the gist of his story? Um, So he was like a troublemaker in high school, like Mm -hmm. in the most blatant sense of the word. And then high school finished and he wanted to become a professional footballer. And he chased that dream in Spain and over in England. And both times didn't work out for him. And then he came to the realization that he wasn't mentally strong enough to become a professional footballer. And so we spoke a lot about like that process and that realization and how it affected him and how he came to it. And now he just sort of has come back and is really following the stuff that he loves doing. And I think that's super powerful. And like he gave up on his dream to follow stuff he was more passionate about despite it making him less money and seeming very less like this is the way you should go. It's not linear in any way. So that reminds me of a story you just told me. Yeah, literally. Literally. Oh, cute. I love that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know it's interesting, the the relationship, because I've got step-siblings as well. Mm. Well, not legally, but you know what I mean. Um, And it's interesting to, like, the kind of, the step relationship is so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. But at the end of the day, like, you love them, mm. but it's weird. I think it also depends on, like, what age they come into your life. Yeah. So, like, for me, my parents split when I was eight, and by the age of ten, I had a whole new step family on both sides. Oh, So I was wow. very young, so it just feels like it's always been that way. Yeah. And I've got a sister with, like, a proper blood sister between my mum and dad. Yeah. So there's like three different aspects to it. Wow. So you really so okay. They just well, feel like family. I'll, yeah, I was coming from my experience, which is like very kind of newish, like yeah. four years old experience, but yours is very different. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, next guest. Mm. Which guest for you was kind of like that fanboy moment? Um, he actually hasn't been on the podcast yet, but. Pretty early on, after I interviewed Cooper, mm-hmm. it was actually a fanboy moment in itself because mm-hmm. I always grew up admiring his surfing ability because I'm yeah. a surfer. Yeah. And I, yeah. Um, so he was kind of a fanboy moment, but he is really good friends with Alex Hayes. And like straight after our episode. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's bizarre, right? Um, but yeah, straight after our episode, he followed... Alex followed Uncle Nathan and sent me a message. Oh my god, and, love. Like, would love to come on the podcast. And we almost made it happen. But then I had to cancel because something came up and I couldn't use the studio. 
mm-hmm. which sucked. And then when we tried to reorganize it, something came up for him. So when he's next in Get Sydney, on Come on. Gonna, yeah, when he's next, in, <laughs> he's a busy guy. He just yeah. released his first song. Um, the song? Yeah, it's called Eleven X X One. He sings. <laughs> he's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> <It's DJ. laughs> Sarah and I are the middle, like, what? <laughs> are we talking about the same guy? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. I, I totally missed that. Mm. Okay, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, like all over his Instagram for the last 24 hours. Oh, wow. Go him. Okay, but I, what I do know of Alex is that he also started a mental health, like, kind yeah, of mindfulness daily. Yeah, platform, yeah. which awesome. Love it's that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that'll be so cool. Yeah, so hopefully that, well, it will happen one day. It's just a matter of how soon. But yeah. that was pretty cool for me. I We both went to St. Paul's, so we already kind of had that connection. Like, I had grown up around Alex, mm-hmm. so it didn't he wasn't like a celebrity to me, but just the influence he has on the Northern Beaches and, like, yeah. the fact that he's just exactly what we are talking about before, the whole, like, toxic masculinity thing. Like, he sort of broke down a lot of that to get to where he is now, and I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I did hear, I forgot who, maybe I was talking to, no, I don't know who I was talking to about it, but I think he had a YouTube video something where he was saying that, like, he went through quite a bit at some stage. He was bullied really heavily. Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to quite a few episodes. And like, then that kind of, like, of his. sparked his journey into living, daily living. Daily living. Yeah. Living daily, daily living. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which, that's cool, I was going to say. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Okay, um, next one. Uh, okay, well, my, I had future guest inspo, mm-hmm. but you've kind of covered that. Do you have someone else? Um, there's plenty of people. I mean, how far down the track do you want to go? Like, I am a big dreamer. Okay, tell me your dreams. I set massive goals. Ideally, my ideal situation, and I've sort of spoken to this, uh, spoken about this to people before, mm-hmm. is to be on like not necessarily a podcast guest to like be on the today show or like something like that sharing my message yeah that would be amazing yeah because it's like very similar to the podcast but rather than me interviewing i would love to get interviewed by someone or by something that can share that message with more people because like i said before i just want enough for you okay it's not i'm sorry (laughs) yeah no i love that it's just i just want to help more people so the more people that see it the more chance of helping more people yeah quite simple but The big goal thing, um, oh, just anyone that I look up to, I'd love to have on the podcast. Like who? We can get real cliche and say like Elon Musk, Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio. Well, I don't like, like those <laughs> I, had, I had this in my head. Yeah. Love yeah. that. I really want to get Roxy Jashenko on the podcast. I don't know who that is. She is like a Sydney girl who has started her own PR company mm-hmm. when she was quite young and amassed like over a million followers and has like turned it into this empire um and she's like really inspirational because she just gets everything she wants yeah um so that would be really cool but yeah i guess alex and roxy in the near future would be awesome that's sick yeah well do you have like do you need any tips or anything (laughs) (laughs) yes please no because literally i like not to be like i'm like let me let me shower my advice. No, because I had a similar thing where I was like, oh my gosh, I want to interview these people. I was like, how the heck do you get in touch with them? Literally, just spam them in messages. Yeah. Email them, text them. Just go crazy. Yeah, just go crazy. Mm. Um, 
That's the best way. <laughs> and then I went like full stalker mode with Roxy and like messaged her PA. Yeah. And um, emailed him. And he got back to me, but he said oh, she was too busy. Yeah. I'm like, look, it's fair. Just like follow up. Yeah. Keep that's, following up. Well, I w- ideally, I would like to build it a little bit more before I go out and get opportunities like that again because yeah. at the point that I reached out to them, it was like I had five episodes. Right. The blog had been alive for three months. Like it wasn't anything really yet. So that's the whole thing with the video for going into schools as well. So I haven't reached out to any schools because I want something to show for it before I say this is what I can deliver. Mm-hmm. I'd rather say this is what I have delivered and this is how I can do it for you. So I'm going to give it a little bit before I move on to that. Oh, I don't have the right infrastructure in place. Looking forward to seeing it. Mm. Um, most controversial guest. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. I've never had an episode where someone goes, like, where someone has disagreed, per se. Um, but I think our episode will be interesting. Yeah. And we sort of spoke about it before. Like, it, I don't think it will be controversial in the fact that people would disagree, but I think it will be because we talk a lot about stuff that is very heavily stigmatized. Yes. And I think it's hard for people to accept their own biases around mm-hmm. things such as that. So it's going to be super interesting to see what the reaction is to that episode. Yeah, especially because it's especially because we came from the northern beaches as well. Yeah. Like it's got like it's very different from what we grew up with. Yeah. I think my viewers are very or listeners, I guess, because it's a podcast. Um, I think they're very, well, they're educated enough to appreciate, like, each conversation that I have, which is really cool. Um, I think everyone's going to get a lot out of that episode. I don't think I've got any of the listeners that are going to listen to that and be like, no, that's been wrong. <laughs> so I don't well, think it'll be controversial yeah. like that. I just think yeah, it'll be no. eye-opening. Definitely. Mm. I like to, it's so funny, I like to think I'm controversial because I'm a bit of a devil's advocate, <laughs> but I know that, like, everything that I kind of try to preach or share is definitely just you know yeah. perspectives like the new gen z kind of mm. open perspectives i and think also, i think controversy stems from like a lack of education oftentimes yeah. though so it's very hard to be controversial if you're just talking facts mm-hmm. and like that's a lot of what you do is you preach something that's not openly accepted just yet by a lot of minded people but that doesn't mean it's wrong so yeah. it's hard to be it's hard for that to be controversial because all it takes is someone to listen and be like huh she got a point <laughs> like it's yeah. very hard to argue with it yeah it's actually well I had an experience last week that got me really upset and I kind of showed me that like some people are still not open mm. to some of the things that like are happening in our society right now and because I kind of just surround myself with people that are open to listening and I'm actually really lucky and I think that's got something to do with pre-privilege but um I'm really lucky that I don't get much like social media hate um actually hardly any at all I get like the odd uneducated person being like wow and I'm like wow um but last week I had someone um just like totally disrespect someone's pronouns because they were different from what they grew up with and it got me so upset. And it was because it was someone that I wasn't, like, caring for. Mm. And this person was just like, blah, 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 blah. And I was just, like, had kind of just got stuck because I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm not, I'm prepared for this. But then because I haven't experienced that hate yeah. over and over again, I felt so unprepared. Mm. 
Yeah, it's quite crazy. It's rough. I don't see, like, I don't understand how people can be that shallow. Like, even if you think that, how do you push that onto someone? I don't get it. I don't get the whole, yeah, like, social I think media it, bullying thing. It, I think it just comes from a place of, un, like, like not being educated yeah. to the extent that perhaps we are. Absolutely, but also like insecurity of like unknown yeah. things, and also perhaps like even just tra- like deep seated trauma that people yeah true experience yeah, yeah massively. I think there's a lot of deflection going on. Absolutely, like this person who caused this upset in me, um, I could definitely pick straight away. I was like, I can't even realize why yeah. I feel like that. Must be yeah. Um, interesting. Wait, do you want to drop like a little bit of a like when the podcast? Oh yeah, Um, I've got one coming out tomorrow, so our episode will be Monday fortnight. So tomorrow fortnight. Wait, I don't know what day that'll be. That is the wait Monday fortnight, as in so not tomorrow, but two weeks after that. Well, fifth, the fifth of July. July. Sweet, love that. I was like, what's a fortnight again? (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't go to uni. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Amazing. Well, I have one final question for you. And that is kind of just something I always ask my guests who I think is really interesting. Mm -hmm. And especially because um, you are still kind of young coming out of teenage years. You're a young adult. Adult. if you could tell young and also most vulnerable Nathan mm-hmm. anything, what would it be? Yeah, I thought about this one because you sent this to me today. Um, I thought about the whole like vulnerability side of it, but the thing that I always fall back on with this question is like, just keep going, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, I would not change a single thing that I did to get me to where I am right now because I'm very fully content with where I am and very happy with how my life has turned out. So I would just literally say, keep doing what you're doing. Like the hardships are what's going to make you more resilient in the future. And the successes are stuff you can look back on and smile at. So yeah, that's literally all I'd say. Keep doing it. That's a great place to be. Yeah. I'm very lucky, I guess. Yeah. But also like still having wishes for the future. Yeah, massively. I'll always be like very driven and ambitious as well. Because I, I don't know, like very conquer the world esque mentality. Love that. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited about the future. I'm very optimistic and keen to sort of see what my life turns out to be like. I guess. Yeah. Do you ever get scared of being old? Nah. Neither do I. Nah. I'm kind of I'm excited. Yeah. Kind of because I just the fact of being old and being able to tell people stuff. Like, oh, I remember when this happened, like, get mm. me really excited. And then I get sad when people are like, oh, like, young days run out, blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. Like, Why are you so negative? I think the fact that time is fleeting is what makes us, like, actually mm. appreciate it. Like, how boring would life be if you just stayed the same age? Yeah. All the time. Like, Sarah and I have been watching Vampire Diaries. Oh, my God, stop. It's Wait, so really? Good. Just now? Yeah. I've watched it twice before. Oh, she's a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking about this on the weekend. We were, like, having a... Damon and Stefan debate. It wasn't even a debate because Damon all the way. Like Stefan like has got a weird like love I don't think I'm I don't think I'm deep enough. No, yet. what really? I'm Stefan I'm only on season one, episode twelve. So oh wow. Don't spoil anything. But he's already confessed his love for Damon. So. 
Dad, oh, he's okay. beautiful. You'll love him even more. I have to accept that. No, you, mm. there gets a point where you're just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great, like, the yeah. actor is really cool. I think I like Paul Wesley better than. Like, yeah, that one. Mm. Um, but don't even get me on Nina Jebov. Sorry, get away from oh, me. Oh my god. She, it's like a Gabriella situation. You know, when you just get sick, Gabriella, I just get sick of yeah. Elena. You guys want to continue? I don't even know. Yeah, let's let okay podcast about that. <laughs> 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 My diaries. My team. Um cool. But yeah, they don't age. They don't age. Like that would suck. And they all have that really bad good. mental health. So that yeah. kind of says something. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we don't want to be vampires. That's the message no, yeah. of the whole podcast. And watch vampire diaries. And watch Even vampire diaries. Even if you think you're not gonna like it, like I did. Someone has convinced me and I'm I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. It's good. Mm. Actually, what was I watching on the weekend? Puberty Blues? It's on Netflix now. I've heard about that, and I watched one episode when I was really young, but I didn't like it back then. Yeah, I, I was traumatized by the episode I, I watched when I was like 12, because yeah. there was like a sex scene, and I was like, what is that? Yeah. And that freaked me out, and then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, it's actually really good. Yeah. It's like, you know, Euphoria. Did you ever watch, um, what's that British TV show? It's kind of like the British Euphoria. No, you, it's like, it's an old one no, with like Effie. Great. Isn't it Effie? Um, Never watched Effie. It's not Misfits, it's... Anyways, Puberty Blues is like Euphoria, but Australian version. Hmm. It's good. I don't have enough time to watch another TV show. Yeah, neither do I. But I've been sick the last week, so... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you want to drop where we can find you online? All your social media links? And so on. They'll be added below to the description and everything. Cool. That you yeah. can say them to. Um, the Instagram is at Uncle Nathan Co. Oh, I'll sit close to the mic again. <laughs> the Instagram is at Uncle Nathan Co. And that the bio of that has all the links to everything else. But the website UncleNathan.com and the Post School Podcast can be found on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Um, that's all of it. But yeah, the Instagram is how you can contact me and pretty much I'm on that every single day. So that's where all my updates will be and post content like three times a week, stories every day. So it's very likely. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't love TikTok. Don't follow my TikTok yet. Let me, let me revitalize it first. <laughs> it's not good yet. It's the new, it's the whole new thing. I actually deleted TikTok this week. Cause, Did you? Yeah, I... Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm procrastinating starting business on it, but I had to delete the app because mm-hmm. I was like, I think I spent like over 40 hours on it. It'd be good for you though. PT stuff goes quite well. Definitely. But also I'm kind of sick of filming workouts. Yeah, true. That's I fair. need someone to do the workouts and I'll film them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Learned so a lot. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, yeah. That was great. Cue outro music. (laughs) 
I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Femina podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Femina and Co. Check out our website for great articles, videos, and access to our represented professionals at www.feminaandco.com. Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content such as BTS, extras, and 18 plus content at www.patreon.com forward slash Femina and Co. Want to help us spread the word about Femina? Rate us on iTunes and like us on Spotify. See you next week for another episode of the Femina Podcast.